We've all been in a relationship that made us crazy, whether that was long-term, short-term, one instance that made you realize you needed to get the fuck out of there, whatever it was. uh, I'm pretty sure we've all been there. And if you haven't, go fuck off and come back when you have because I can pretty much guarantee that at some point it will happen to you. Uh, And that's not me being cynical. That's just me being real. Uh, Being in a relationship is two different people with two different backgrounds coming together and trying to make shit work. And a lot of the time, it just doesn't. So this season, I will be bringing on guests who are brave enough to walk back through history and talk about some of their most cringeworthy relationship moments. I am so excited to hear about all of your relationship shit. I'll be sharing some of my own stories. Grant might hop in for an episode or two with his own stories and just sit back and enjoy the ride. If you have a story you want to share, please send it my way in the Wreck Yourself DMs on Instagram at wreckyourself underscore pod. Tell us your story right in there or let us know when you want to be on the podcast. Uh, I would love to have you. So thank you again for your patience uh, with me coming out with this season. Uh, I really, really, really think you're going to enjoy it. It's a little bit different from last season, but at the end of the day, it's all about wreckage. So strap in and enjoy. You're listening to Wreck Yourself, The Relationship Files, where we go back into your past and dig up all those dirty details you wish you could forget forever. I'm your host, Brittany. Let's dig in. All right. Well, welcome back, everyone, to Wreck Yourself. It has been a very long break. I know we promised new episodes by Christmas of last year, and it's been uh, about two months since then, uh, maybe a little longer, depending on when this actually gets published. Um, But that's neither here nor there. We're back. And this season is all about relationship troubles, wreckage, everything that you wish that you could forget about your past. We are going to dig back up. (laughs) So today I've got our very first guest for season two. Uh, She is quite the accomplished guest. I'm sure I'll miss some of the accolades, but she is a doctor, a principal, a mother, a wife, and a celebrated children's book author. I have Dr. Justine Green. Thank you so much for having me, Brittany. (laughs) Of course. Thanks for being here. And did I miss anything in terms of uh, That was great. (laughs) I especially love the part about digging up the past. Can't wait. You know, I mean, as much as I think people hate to talk about the things that made them cringe uh, when they were younger, I think it's fun to kind of commiserate about things that we've gone through and just kind of be able to laugh about it now that we're a little bit more removed from it. That's true. (laughs) I mean, I don't know about you, but I've definitely had quite a list of relationship woes, um, mostly emotional, uh, some physical, more like physical towards like somebody throwing things or slamming doors or punching doors or walls. Um, luckily not so much physical abuse. Um, but who knows, (laughs) maybe we'll get there with other guests. Well, (laughs) I do have a fight in my story. Okay. All right. It's a good one. Or a bad one, depending on how you're looking at it. Well, you know, if you came here for relationship disasters, I would go ahead and say that this is going to be a good story. So it it really was extensive. And as time went by, it's almost like I found out things from the beginning that I didn't even know. Ooh, okay. I, I can sympathize with that. I've definitely gone through quite a few occasions where 
looking back, I'm like, oh shit, like I didn't even know half of the things that were actually going on. So why don't we set the scene? Tell me like the time, the place, like what's going on in your life when this story kind of like starts to unfold. Absolutely. I was a bright-eyed freshman at college Aww. and I moved into the dorms um, and each of the dorms in this building, it was a girl floor, a boy floor, a girl floor. Okay. And myself and this guy, um, let's call him Guy. Okay. Okay. So Guy lived on the floor right below me. Okay. And he was known by one of my very close friends from home. Okay. So we kind of knew each other going in without knowing each other ever. Okay. So no, it's like, I know oh, what you're talking about. my friend's going there too. And then they happen to be like on the floor below me. And it's always better when they're like, or you feel like it's better when it's a mutual acquaintance. Yep. Cause you're like, this isn't a total stranger. Like yep. my friends kind of can like vet for them or vouch for them. And then. And the worst part is she told me it was kind of weird. Like I should have <laughs> well, listened. I mean, in your freshman in college, somebody being weird, <laughs> you might not really understand what that means yet. Yep. So we started hanging out like right away and it was more so in a group setting. My okay. floor would hang out with the guys from his floor okay. and everything was really light and fun. And later on, I found out that right away he quote unquote claimed me and didn't let anyone else even hit on me because I was his. And this was like when we were never even talking. Oh my God. About a relationship. Like we'd never even kissed at this point. Like I mean, nothing. Part of me kind of like feels like we also kind of did that as, as girls though too, where it's like, you better not start talking to this guy. I have a crush on him and I'm going to try and like weasel my way into his life. And if I find out that you're talking to him, I'm yep. so pissed at you. But it's weird because when a guy does it, it seems creepy. And it was pretty early on. We didn't end up hooking up until weeks later. Okay. So it was like the second I got to school, he just put it like a he like didn't give you a choice <laughs> he didn't give me a choice and what's crazy is he still had a girlfriend Ugh. who went to a totally different school at the other side of our state mm. very far away okay she was his first so he was this weird emotional attachment to his first even though they were constantly like cheating on each other it just made no sense Ugh. I think, yeah, we all know somebody like I that. I feel like I was like cornered into this relationship with him that I didn't even want necessarily. Oh my God. And then all of a sudden it happened and it was intense from the start. Like the fact that he had a girlfriend, we went up to visit that school for a football game against them and he wanted to stay with her to say goodbye. And like that he was really breaking up with her. This is before we were ever official or anything. Okay. But like- so he stayed with her having a like a last hurrah that weekend. And what's so crazy is that that weekend, he also ended up getting arrested in that spot. And instead of having her deal with it, he calls me. So everything from the start, he was always playing these games. And it was... It, it was so toxic. I'm going to say that word yeah. a lot. No, and I mean, he like literally is putting you through some trauma right from the jump too, you know? Right away. And I'm like a new freshman... At school. And you're like a fun, loving, like optimistic, like kind of happy-go-lucky kind of person too. So I'm sure that this was kind of like a what the fuck moment, but yep. also like this is different maybe, you know? Like what were you thinking at that point? So he was also like charming. So okay. he, I, I guess I got like, I was, I was actually just watching the Tinder swindler. So I feel like emotionally he swindled, you okay. know? Like he took me, he like, 
put this, you know, you're going to be with me. I'm going to deal with everything else too, but you're also going to be mine. Mm. Like pulled me in, had me like constantly like helping him and dealing with things. And then he decides as we're already like, we don't have the best relationship. Like we, we fought and he, he was, you know, had his flaws just like we all do. But yeah, that's like a being in a relationship in college, especially your first relationship, Mm -hmm. you know, if you've put like almost the pressure to be an adult, you know? And so I think the fights happen more too, because you're so serious when it should be like a bit more lighthearted. Definitely. And we almost like, if you think about living together, like we were upstairs and downstairs, we were always with each other. And we even signed like up for classes together. We were Mm. always together. So I feel like, it was just so attached, just like obsessing over each other. Yeah. And then my brother got started as a cheerleader, a male cheerleader for the football team or for the school. Okay. And he talked my boyfriend up to trying out. Okay. Because so, this guy was like a six foot six, like athletic, athletic kind of guy. type guy. And he ends up loving it. And he signed up as a cheerleader and he had this adorable senior girl as his partner. Okay. I never liked that from the start, you know, especially if you have like history of uh, uh, like cheating or being cheated on. Just having that like one-on-one touch, like you see what male cheerleaders do to these women lady cheerleaders yeah like they're holding their butts they're throwing them there's a lot of physical touching (laughs) yeah they literally cradle into them like every day you're so close your safe space yes i will not let you down like i've got you one second jackson okay so your boyfriend is now cheerleading with your brother (laughs) yes and touching girls butt in a twist you never expected (laughs) it just gets more complicated oh it was so complicated and he was open with the fact that she was texting him and saying flirty things but that I never needed to worry but he would show me it like to see my reaction maybe or almost to like make you feel like you had total exposure to what was going on yeah too. Ooh, like, maybe to kind of like another layer trust. of manipulation and I, I I like knew he was cheating on her like or on me with her I okay. knew it and there was one day he was also um, a pledge in a fraternity. Okay. And so I knew all his pledge brothers. Like I was in the Greek life. I knew all of them. We well, always like went out to the bars girl, together. You know? It was it was known. One day he was like, okay, I'm going to meet you out at the bars. Okay. We have a mandatory pledge thing. Okay. Sounds good. I meet him out at the bars or I go to the bars. I see all of his pledge brothers. I'm like, how'd your pledge meeting go? What pledge meeting? Dun, dun, dun. Oh my God. What an idiot. What an idiot. Like I could (laughs) have so easily found out. So I, I found out where she liked to go, which bar she liked to go to. Okay. I, my heart's You're pounding like telling detective. this story. I really was. Really? It's like bringing it back for you it's, right now? It's like, oh, it's just so frustrating. I, such a bad relationship. So oh my God, I can't wait. then <laughs> I go to her favorite bar and just to see maybe he's there with her. I walk through the door. I see them kissing. 
surrounded by a bunch of the girls that were on my floor. That's fucked up. Which some of them were the cheerleaders. Okay. Like, so all the cheerleaders and the girls that I thought were my friend knew this was happening. And he said that this never happened with her and I knew it. And then he also lied about the, like, being away. Right. At a pledge thing. Like, just let me go. I knew you were cheat. I didn't want to be this. And you just kept bringing me with you. Like, right. not letting me just go. It's not like right, I, like he wants you and every other girl and everything and, else. But he doesn't want you to have anybody. Yes, exactly. So, so I typical. freaked out. I'm not going to lie. I blacked out like in the moment of anger. Okay. Anger and a little drunk, but anger. Well, <laughs> and I actually <laughs> walked right up and he's like, cool, hold, calm down, calm down. It's not what you think. I walked in on them kissing. Not what I think. And he's six foot six and I'm not short. I'm like five, eight. Right. I pulled back and hit him so hard in the face that he went flying. And then I grabbed her by the hair. She was trying to <laughs> run away and I hit her. Oh my God. I know. Well, and then what the worst part about it is, well, this isn't the worst part, but one of the bad parts about it was that the girl swung back and I moved and she hit the one friend that was with me in the face whose birthday it was at midnight. Oh no. <laughs> so it ended up being this whole big fight That's for so like, I, I, I've never gotten in a fight before this and never after. And it was one of those things that like, I can't even believe it happened, but almost like he deserved it (laughs) like i can't it's not even like you just happen to walk into a bar and see this happening after him actually telling you the truth the whole time it's like it was lie after lie after lie after constant and just like literally gaslighting you yep and then it's true I, i yeah i mean listen i'm not one to condone uh physical abuse but i don't think that would I don't really define that as physical abuse. I think of that as like revenge, you know? You know like- I, I was, my dad was actually proud. He was like, <laughs> of course, I have two boys and my daughter is the only one who's gotten in a fight. You know but, what though? Better you hitting him than him hitting you. So uh, I mean, I, don't, I was about to say absolutely, but I mean, it for me, yes. But then there's more. There's more. Oh God. So then I go home. I literally drive home home back to like my parents house like I left the school I needed to get out of there I would yeah I don't blame I didn't want him coming up to see me nothing nothing and like the next day he was like no I I made a mistake this isn't what you think it is and he literally took the train all the way and like met me at my house even after I told him not to just to show me how much he cared so he hung me on like a little bit more and Mm. then he ends up having this event at his fraternity house where everyone has to come with pairs. And he's like, I'm actually thinking about bringing that girl instead. I was hysterical. I felt like such a fool. Cause I like even gave him another second chance, but it almost like was, it was terrible. But then that, yeah, that's when the girl graduated, he ended up like, messaging me and saying like I'm so sorry this girl broke up with me and I just wanted to let you know that you were such a good girlfriend to me and you didn't deserve anything I did to you and like as if I needed that I was already with my now husband (laughs) and it was because that relationship was so bad and terrible that it's almost like got me ready for such a good relationship like I knew what I didn't want I knew what I deserved 
And I also knew to notice red flags. Like, if this is starting to happen now, I'm not going to deal with it. Damn. So, like, how long from start to finish was this relationship? Six months. So, that's, like, that's kind of crazy that, like, your first year of college, you're in this intense, like, terrible relationship that's just, like, ripping you apart mentally. And then you wind up in, like, this just amazing relationship afterwards. Yes, I actually had a rebound. Shout out to the rebound. (laughs) He was literally the nicest man in the entire world. And I feel like I just needed a nice guy. And he was so nice, but also like so vanilla, like so boring Mm, that it was like, all right, (laughs) I went a little too much. It's like a literal like reset in a form of a human being. I know exactly what you're talking about. When I broke up with my ex before meeting Grant, I literally was with some guy that I knew from one of my classes in college. And I was just like, he's nice. He's like a sweet guy. He's got kind of like a dad bod thing going on. He's like a protector. We went out on a few dates and I was just like, he's so nice and easy, you know? And like he was Literally, I passed out the first night that we met because I drank a whole six pack of beers <laughs> thinking I was so cool. And uh, he he was really, really, really sweet. He like helped me into the bathroom, was like, just take care of like whatever you got to do. Like he turned on the shower and then like wow. left the room. And like I literally like fell asleep in his shower for like a good 30 minutes and then like woke up. Uh, but he was just like a really genuinely sweet guy. And then afterwards I ghosted him. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one way to deal with it. So have you heard from this guy ever since or did he just like kind of fall off the planet for you? He had a younger sister who was in the sorority world and I knew obviously because she was from home and we were dating for six months. So I ended up not not necessarily staying friendly, but we saw each other all the time. Like she knew that I did nothing wrong. Like she felt bad that this happened to me. So at what point... Did that matter, you know? So I stayed at least friendly with her. Right. So it's... I know. Yep. I've done that too. (laughs) But I never see him or speak to him. And why would you... Every once in a while, like, pop up in her, like, feed. And I'm like, that's what he's up to nowadays. And let me tell you, he's a doctor. (laughs) So that's telling. Wow. Well, you know... Hopefully people change and that he's out there helping the world. A lot of really successful people are also psychopaths. (laughs) That's true. I have heard that. You know, we're just informally diagnosing people here. (laughs) Collectively. You know, but I I think that's such a common thing, too, where it's like, especially if they have a sibling, you know, like I was close with my ex's sister and like I still see her now every once in a while. And it's like really strange because <laughs> like you don't want to acknowledge why you know each other because you're like, I literally want to forget this chapter of my life. But it's like you're such a sweet person. Like, how did you come from the same family? I know. That that always blows my mind. And then you see the pictures or you see like updates and you're just like 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 a weird like chill goes down my spine. And I'm like what my life could have been. Right. And not in a good way. Not at all. Well, I'm glad that it (laughs) it turned around for you and you had such a happy ending with, you know, finding the love of your life. And thank you. You know, marriage is its own set of uh, challenges. But, you know, it's everything happens for a reason. So even the bad things show you the good. That's so sweet. I love that. I love that. Well, so what is what is something that you feel like you took away from that past relationship 
besides just like noticing red flags and and knowing the type of person that you didn't want to be with like what did you learn about yourself that I deserved better and like not just saying that to say that it was absolutely believing it I deserved to be treated respectfully I deserve to be someone's number one priority. Yeah. I was and am special. And if they don't see that and celebrate it, then that's on you because I'm awesome. You fucking are <laughs> awesome. Did it take you a long time to like get over any of the like the drama or the trauma of any of it? Or did, were you, did you find it easy to move on? I don't think it was easy to move on or else I wouldn't have had such a lovely rebound. But I do think that it's had like, I don't want to say PTSD, but when it comes to cheating Mm -hmm. and going with my instincts, like if I feel like something is wrong and I have the spidey sense of like, I don't trust this, that I also have to believe in myself. Like there's a reason why I'm getting squeamish mm-hmm. about you going there tonight you know yeah and I'm not that person I'm not a controlling intense person like when paranoid. it comes to a relationship but you've got to believe yourself you're your number one you know like your partner is your number like 1.5 but like <laughs> you know we have to look out for ourselves first and I mean you know they say what's that it's like a saying I'm, I'm gonna get it wrong but it's like you know you come into this world alone and you're gonna leave this world alone and so at the end of the day like you got you and then everything else has got to be just a bonus so I totally get that like trusting your instincts and really serving your best interests first is such a huge lesson to learn and being able to do it at that age is such a gift like I really feel like so many people go through their whole lives not knowing that they're worthy of more or not believing that they're worthy of more and really accepting whatever hand they're dealt and not kind of challenging that. So good for you. Thank you. Yeah, no, thank you so much for sharing your story. I mean, it's, it's crazy because there are so many elements of what you went through that I feel like are so like typical to any bad relationship, but every bad relationship is so unique in its own way that it's like, holy shit, you know, like we have all of these just crazy experiences that we all collectively go through together. And then we come, come back to the, you know, conversation and we all just wind up sympathizing with each other over things that we haven't ever been through ourselves. Definitely. And it's really helpful to have these podcasts to bring it back up. Yeah. You know, like you never get to talk about these things. Seriously. And like, that's, that's why I love this. That's why I love, like, I love reflecting on life. I love just like bringing things back up and looking at them from a different angle and hopefully being able to laugh about them because, you know, I, I like to believe that we get better in life as life goes on and we learn from these experiences. And so like, you know, you got to have some humility and be able to look back on yourself and be like, damn, I was a fucking idiot. You know, like how right? did I not like, how did it sooner? get so long? How did I deal with that? Why did I deal with that? But yes. then again, I'm going to say it. The sex everything was happens for no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I have to say that was why I stayed in a bad relationship for a long time. <laughs> oh, well, that probably would keep a lot of people in a bad relationship is like that attraction. That- yeah physicality I mean I I do think too like some some more abusive relationships too like that is part of the draw is like that push and pull of like oh this is bad touching and then this is good touching you Mm -hmm. know and like that makeup sex which like 
I've never really bought into that. I don't understand it, but I'm really happy for anybody who finds (laughs) enjoyment in uh, loving their partner after hating them really intensely. (laughs) But I guess that's a topic for another conversation. (laughs) Any any parting words you want to leave our listeners with? Can I self-promote for a minute? Oh, yeah. I was going to ask you to do that anyway. Go for it. Let's let's do Why, it. Why, thank you. Hello, listeners. Do you have children? No children? No teachers or parents? I've got a book series for you. It's called Completely Me, and it's teaching children to accept differences and accept themselves for who they are. Love it. I actually just ordered all three of your books uh, for a friend for her baby shower. So I'm really excited to gift them. And thank you guys you. can all find her books on Amazon. So look up uh, Dr. Justine Green as the author or Completely Me, and you'll be able to find all of them and support this amazing cause and this amazing person. And stay tuned for more episodes of the Relationship Files edition of Love Yourself.